Hi, folks, and to reactivate the Extreme Robots podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Get Ready Comics. Head to getreadycomics.com for all of your lounge fly needs, for all of your gaming needs, for all of your comic needs. If you're going to Comic Con this year, you're going to want to be suited and booted. And the best place to do that is from Get Ready Comics. You can visit their website at getreadycomics.com. And of course, our next show coming up next month in Maidstone in Kent, where Get Ready Comics has happened to be. And I think that everybody should have a little trip down the road to Get Ready Comics when we have our show at Maidstone Kent. Of course, somebody who has made a trip to Get Ready Comics many, many times before, as you can tell by his very well-adorned studio. Should we call it a studio? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chris Wilkins to the podcast. Nice to see you, Chris. Good to see you too. Yes, I am slowly filling this room up with uh, as much as I can from Get Ready Comics. I mean, people actually come into my house now trying to buy things from the shop. So, <laughs> Well, we had a nice chat with Paul earlier on uh, from Get Ready Comics. Because, of course, Maidstone's coming up. Maidstone's the kind of the, 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 the home show for Get Ready Comics. And it's around Halloween as well, Chris. Yeah, uh, two of my favourite things coming together there. Comic books with Get Ready Comics and, and Halloween. Throw that in with the robots, and we're in with a, a fantastic weekend next month. I really, really are indeed. Well, yes, it's going to be Fright Night when we get to Maidstone, but I'll tell you who gave all of the other teams a fright last weekend as we've just come off three huge shows in Colchester. Thank you to everybody who supported the show and came out for tickets. Thank you to everybody who watched the stream. Of course, tickets are already available for next year. We've sold a huge amount for next year just off the back of these shows, and what's been the best of all is that I know that some people from Colchester know about a special deal. A special deal, Colchester. Check your emails. If you're from Essex, check your emails. So, <laughs> but the guy who gave everybody a fright and got a huge reaction from us on the, the commentary team as well was the winner of the final show. He is the captain of Team Divinity, the nicest man in combat robotics. And as we refer to him, the Willy Wonka of, he was followed by a, by a, <laughs> he was followed by a kettle when he made his, his, his introduction the other day, which I'm sure you'll, you'll be able to catch highlights of our, on our social media. So please welcome to the stream, the captain of Team Divinity, former Robot Wars competitor, and of course, the nicest man combat robotics craig collius hello craig how are you hi uh fine thanks uh, as you can see i'm not actually in, in uh, line there i just sort of see uh, if i can I, it, uh, well, right it, it all went wrong it's craig collius in the wild chris because normally he's it's, it's we only see you in your workshop so this is you know a, a wild craig collius has appeared and I, w- I would edge my bets though there are still things in that room that could quite easily be turned into a robot in five minutes <laughs> by craig <laughs> <laughs> I actually did turn a, a, an old uh, Mac computer into uh, into a robot once. You know the sort of hemispherical one with the screen. Oh yes, it was a coloured one. Do you remember when they were all different colours and the, yeah. <laughs> the oh, naughties? Yeah. You brought to life the great fear of the Terminator for the future there by doing that, though, didn't you? So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, hi everyone. So yes, Craig, fantastic. It was. Well, we'll talk about Colchester first. So it's a fantastic show. Obviously, that goes without saying because all of the shows are fantastic. But Michael, Michael Oates was back on form. First couple of shows managed to pick up a couple of wins. In we had a title change. Mega Mouse won the title and then obviously lost it back to Tectonic. But 
undoubtedly the biggest reaction of the weekend was where seemingly out of nowhere, not only did the crowd vote for Craig, of course, in our, our XR boost, our Joker card. So in the first half of the show, anybody who attends the show, you're given a token. And it's kind of like going to Tesco's, isn't it, Chris? You kind it of- is, yes. Yeah, it's um, the charity in the, in the case of, of our show is not... Uh- your local charity. It's our robot team. And <laughs> yeah. Some of them need that charity more than others at certain yeah, points in the show. So. It appeared that I was the most pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say the most pathetic, but it has to be said, Craig, objectively, you were in the most need coming into this weekend. <laughs> And so now now you've got, obviously, TR4 as part of your team as well. And at the end of Colchester, show three, it was amazing to be able to put up show winner, Team Divinity. Craig, it was a fantastic performance. How did you find winning your first show? Well, it was a relief. Um, Unfortunately for Team Divinity, we actually have a perfect storm of situations and things that make winning hard. Uh, first and foremost is if in the UK, if you want to win a fight, you normally have to be a flipper, you normally have to be a wedge shape, and you normally have to be high pressure. Mm-hmm. And we don't, you know, on on my, I haven't made one. You know, <laughs> I just don't, don't, I don't have one on my side. Thankfully, we've got uh, TR four, but and without without them, and also without uh, 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 oh, Ripper, Ripper was on. Yeah, yep. without Ripper as well. We wouldn't have done it. There's no way we would have actually got there if it weren't for Ripper and TR4. So it was a it was a team effort. And so that was a good thing. The other thing is that um, the, the, the point system, the way that the uh, point system is, where you have, you know, everything for winning and nothing for coming second. Well, quite often we do come second. <laughs> and we, get, we might as well come fourth out of four. You know, there's no there's no advantage for us in that. And of course, the other big, big thing is that we've got a robot that does win, but doesn't get any points for the competition. <laughs> yes, indeed. One of the most destructive robots in, in all of the world. But yes, the spinners, of course, not in team yeah. competition. So yeah, you get, get a lot of, <laughs> of course, get a lot of victories, but not necessarily a lot of points in that respect. So, yeah, I mean, it, basically, we have the wrong robots and the one the robot that possibly could get us some points normally gets us nothing because it's outside of the uh, outside of the competition uh, one thing all... so Sorry. one thing I, one thing i noticed uh, craig in colchester was and we talked about this on the podcast previously i don't know if you saw it um is that we felt that it needed a little bit more killer instinct from that divinity team because you do have very aggressive robots and 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 you know very um um well, fantastic robots to be honest but it, it was just that killer instinct you've always been the nice guy and what i saw in colchester a couple of times when you lost i could see that it frustrated you a little bit more than it has done in the past and i was like oh there's something there's something happening here is that <laughs> yeah. is that a conscious decision or is it frustration or is it you know because you were with, with such a strong chance of winning on that sunday show yeah, I, I think um, there's a couple of things. Uh, for instance, when we fought um, Iron Ore 5 in the final with uh, Gabriel, we only won by two points. And Iron, Iron Ore 5 for virtually the whole team and it had no gas. And so I, I found it very difficult to understand some of the judges' decisions because, you know, um, they didn't kind of like correspond with what I thought that they were judging for. 
you know, I thought we would have walked away with it, but we only just won by the skin of our teeth, uh, fighting a, basically a metal wedge. And so that was a bit weird. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there have been a couple of uh, very close ones where, in my opinion, I, we'd won, but the judges had uh, judged otherwise. And um, so it, it was a bit frustrating for me because, but at the same time, you know, the judges are very neutral in, you know, I mean, I've known Pete forever and, you know, no one would ever question his integrity and he knows everything about robots. So, you know, if he says I've lost then I've lost, you know, there's not that, but it was just one of the things what I was thinking, you know, I was congratulating Toby on a win and we get there and it's announced and we lost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. it's a it's a historic thing. I mean, uh, a couple of times I've walked both Will and uh, uh, Will and Michael. I've sort of walked from the you know the platform where we do the fights to the place where we do the interviews, and both Will and Mike on separate occasions have said, "Well, congratulations on that win," and then they get there and announce it, and we didn't win. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, even yeah. the people I'm fighting think I won, but so. But it's a very difficult thing to judge, you know. Um, and so, you know, no, no criticism to any of the judges, but it's, a, it's, it's one of those things that the robots I've got count on a judge's decision. Yeah. And it's very, very hard for, uh, for, for that. Now, with Zad, it's not such a problem. Uh, because... Straight to the point, Zad, isn't he? Subtle. <laughs> it's kind of like, I mean, you have to feel sorry, really, for the, the other guy. Um, I mean, uh, Aftershock lasted nine fights with us, and towards the end, you know, I mean, it was almost hobbling in there with a crutch. Well, it was getting <laughs> yeah, a little bit like it was getting a little bit like Monty Python with the yeah. it's just a flesh wound. At, uh, yeah. after <laughs> you've got you've got an arm off. That's <laughs> right. Come here, I'll headbutt you. Yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a bit like that, and uh, I mean. Um, uh, John's robot, uh, Galactus, is, is a brilliant robot in as much that uh, it's lasted a lot longer on a one-to-one fight than pretty much all the others. Um, well, there was a couple of three-minute spinners fights uh, in Colchester, which we've said it's yeah. either seven seconds or three minutes. That's, yeah. that's the, the, the way of it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. John's very clever at working out how to try and defend against you because he's probably seen all those fights with Aftershock. It's probably harder for Aftershock to hide its its weaponry well i want to talk about the future with with zad kill shortly but just to quickly go on about the team event again what i noticed the the last few events is there's been a transition in terms of focus on certain robots so if you look at eruption for example he's putting more and more emphasis on implosion as almost his lead robot now and i think that's because he's very enthusiastic about it but also it's brutal it's nasty what it does in there when it gets going i mean it was literally hitting a robot and stopping them dead, which I hadn't seen, you know, even when Thor's been on top form, it doesn't generally stop a robot dead in its tracks like it does. Mm. Um, but also with your team as well, you more than anyone are willing to play the play the long game of swapping around your team, depending on who you're fighting. And there's no ego there. So, you know, whether you put in, in the final uh, Ripper, or in this case now would be TR4, you more than anyone are willing to go, do you know what, for the points, I'm willing to take my robot out and put them in because the team is the is the focus there. Um, yeah. And that, that seemed to, to, to pay off for you this weekend. I mean, Ripper, in that opening fight, again, if you haven't seen it, please watch it, was, it was one of the most exceptional fights I've ever seen. 
Yeah. And for it to come out on top, which I, to be honest, with the greatest respect to him in the world, didn't expect to happen. But that must have set you up really nicely. And you can go, hang on a minute, we're on to something here with the whole team. That's it. I mean, sometimes, uh, I, I think it's like most sports, sometimes you uh, put all the effort in, you put all the training in, you put all the money in, and it just doesn't work. And then the, you have exactly the same formula, and then suddenly it all comes together. Mm. And for, for the for the show that we won, everything was coming together nicely. So, um, in fact, uh, it was one of those things where everything sort of uh, clicked into place. Uh, robots that were broken got fixed in time to actually fight and then win. Uh, and so, you know, it was a team effort. And like I say, you know, it's it's uh, it's uh, the Ripper team and the um, and and um, TR team as well who actually made. Uh, team divinity work that time it's just great to see i think that's what's wonderful about the, the whole show element the show the whole show format at the moment as well is that it's not any one ind- individual mike michael and 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 will have you know have got a, a fleet of their own robots like you yourself whereas the wolfpack has slightly different rules the wolfpack kind of play by their own rules but it's nice to see now the combination of other drivers like you said team ripper team to uh, team tune coming together for a common aim and that's what happened in colchester and for some yeah. reason it, it just clicked and I think that Craig, you're absolutely right. That the nature of your your robots, we say this on commentary a lot during the live show to to kind of just just to help people who maybe haven't been to people who see Gabriel, for example, the first time as they come in the arena. And it's an incredible spectacle and incredibly noisy. Thank you for that. We've all we've all got tinnitus, but um, <laughs> it's an incredible spectacle. But also to explain to the in the in the rules, you know, the FRA point scoring that actually Gabriel has to work really really hard to score points because it's un- unlikely you're ever going to get a knockout unless you go straight through somebody which is entirely feasible yeah yeah it's uh, the thing is with gabriel as well is it's very hard to drive accurately mm-hmm. i mean it's a bit like you know i don't know if you've ever seen it but there's things on videos on youtube of a jcb driver sort of operating a bucket and then flipping a 10 pence piece onto into the bucket you know is that at actually operating the JTB that he can do tiny little detailed things and um, uh, Gabriel is a JCB it's a massive great <laughs> and it's really really hard to actually pick a point and hit it but when that point's actually moving at the same time and trying to avoid being hit hit it's even harder so it's it's a very very hard robot to drive um, and uh, so one of the good things about uh, last weekend was uh, I had Toby back from uni, which I haven't had for a couple of the shows, and he actually knows how to drive it. I don't. I know nothing. <laughs> I have no idea how to drive it because the reaction time I just haven't got it anymore. It's, you know, when you get to my senior age, you know, your brain just doesn't go that fast. You know. Oh, mate, I'm already there, so you're doing better than me. So, um, just in terms of the driving aspect of it, then I know obviously, you know, I noticed there was a, a, a quite a change in in the approach to it this this uh, past show at Colchester, and 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 something we talked about in commentary quite a lot is I noticed this year teams have sort of sussed out to try and go for your legs effectively, the wheels of the robot, and just try and keep away from the centre. But the way it was being driven at the weekend, it was much tighter in terms of its moving patterns and. It, it, it seemed to almost negate that tactic that they had therein. So I think they're having to rethink now about how they approach 
you know, fighting Gabriel, which must be very good for you. Yeah, I think I mentioned it actually on the live stream when uh, we were doing doing that, that uh, one of the things we noticed this, that the thing is, it's very easy for Gabriel because he can't stop it. You can't really flip it out. And it doesn't matter if, you know, if you hit it, you know, most of the time actors just bounce off and flips hardly do anything. So, but the trouble is every time you get hit, every time you get flipped, there's a point against you. So what Toby and I have done is we sat down and thought about this and what we're now working on is ways of doing dynamic fights. So we're actually moving and hitting and then moving rather than actually standing air ground and just exchanging blows. And so that way we can hopefully score the points and move before they can flip us. It's one of like the things you, I thought to Mayweather. Yeah. I can move. I can move. One of the things I thought that Toby did very, very well was that, and if you can go back and watch us on the, the live stream, of course, youtube.com slash extreme robots, all of the shows are there. If you go and watch Gabriel's fights, particularly from that last show, you were almost drifting. That was what was wonderful about it. You were floating around and almost skidding on the outside of the arena so that you could, exactly like Chris has just said and you alluded to, Chris, it's that, that Mayweather style of land the hit and then keep moving and that is completely different because obviously when you've got like a let's use one of the iron ores for example who have the type of wedge that can slip under the front of you and potentially then launch you just straight up that's 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 always been what iron ores done it's been a huge opening flipper you go straight up you land again now obviously that's points against you but with this idea and i, I don't know where you must have been leaning on the sticks i mean chronic to be able to to, to float that uh, that huge robot around the arena but it was really really impressive driving yeah i mean toby is just uh his his driving that weekend was really inspired uh i don't know of anyone in the world who can uh drive gabriel or that type of robot that well uh not wanting to actually pour cold water on anybody's robot at all but if you actually look at things like uh huge it's actually quite lumbering it's not agile at all as it goes it sort of chunters around I mean, it doesn't have to do a lot really i mean it just has to sort of straddle another robot and then beat it to death <laughs> so it's uh, there's, there's, it doesn't have to be so like zad it doesn't have to be that subtle but that's one reason why I like Gabriel. It's actually artistic. You know, there's there's a certain skill involved. And, you know, anyone can, you know, with five minutes training, probably fire a machine gun. But, you know, to learn sword fighting, that takes a long time. You know, there's a certain certain art to it. And that's what I quite like about Gabriel. It, it, it has a certain je ne sais quoi. Well, we managed to see a bit of um, uh, sword fighting effectively in, in the show uh, over the weekend. And I'm, I was surprised at how little we see these two robots come together in one-on-one -on -one combat. And it was really a marquee fight for me over the weekend. But the fight between Gabriel and Thor, mm. um, which, very noisy, but it was also phenomenal to watch as well. And, and really interesting as well. It was you know with the greatest respect like it was more interesting than i was expecting it to be because obviously the way those two robots work you could see the tactics and you could see the yeah. mind working out from you guys out the back yeah. in the arena and it was a real master class for three minutes of you know different types of robots that we don't always see fighting each other anymore yeah yeah i mean uh jason is a great guy like i said i've known him forever and uh his robots uh he's been develop developing thor uh for uh well over a decade now and he's getting that down to be fine-tuned and as a result it's a phenomenal axe robot probably i would say certainly in the top two or three in the world 
uh, and uh, it's always an honor to fight that robot. Uh, but because of the way our robots are different, because ours is essentially an axle bot and his has a powered axe, it means that it has to be a completely different way that you drive it. And so having the two combinations together where both drivers know what they're doing uh, it's great because you actually get the situation where sometimes sword and axe meet and sort of like interlock. And then we're actually ut utilizing that link as a means of control as well. Just, and like I say, Toby did brilliantly there. In fact, I think Jason wasn't entirely sure he'd won at the end of that one. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was such so a like, tough one to call. I really don't know. But it was. It was so close. I mean, I've, I've watched it and it, it was it was really, really close. But it was a great fight and I think the audience really loved it too. Do you know, Craig, it, were you the first ever, now as it's affectionately known, Thwackbot? Um. There was a, a robot before on, um, there was, I think, something in America uh, that had one. I can't remember its name. And there was uh, uh, there was a Mace robot on Robot Wars, the classic series. Mm -hmm. But they don't work the same as my one uh, in as much as they basically just relied on, as it were, the inertia of the robot to flip it over, whereas mine is all balanced. Uh, I think I mentioned it to you before that the way that yeah. I've got such big wheels is because the it doesn't require any force to actually swing that big sword over so it means all the drive force is in just accelerating it over you're not having to lift it over past gravity as it were and down and as a result of that it gives it hits a lot lot harder than the other ones oh it certainly hits hard um yeah we can feel it out the front before before we get to talking about the angel of mercy and and something that i'm really excited about for for our next event in maidstone um i suppose we really got to talk about your newest machine um you know we obviously have fun with calling you the willy wonka of, of robot combat but you absolutely are living up to that that title with your robot uriel can you just tell us a little bit about it because it I still don't really understand how it manages to work. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Uriel is a prime example of taking loads of good ideas, putting them into one robot, and then ending up with a robot that doesn't work that well. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's really a test. It, it's not even It's not even a, a um, sort of like a, a um, prototype. It's more of a lab rat really, where I've just like put loads of bits and pieces together and then seeing what works and what doesn't. And so um, I'm going to be I'm going to be working on Uriel quite a lot over the next year or two to actually change it around in maneuver parts. I mean, the, the one thing that works really well is the drive. It's actually ironically, it's the easiest robot we've got to drive. It actually goes where you point it. And you know, front and front, back to back, which helps. You know, which, you know, which, with Gabriel, you don't know. As soon as you swung the sword, suddenly the front's the back, the back's the front, left is right, and right's left. Different direction, you know. And uh, Uriel, uh, uh, uh and uh, sorry, Zadkiel, the, the thing with that one is you've got such a big spinning bar that the gyro effect makes it so hard to actually control because there's so much force spinning uh in that thing that just turning something like that is really really hard but yeah uriel it drives really really well the weapon itself has um, not proved very reliable um it works 
faultlessly in the uh, in all the tests that I've done. As soon as I put it in the arena, it <laughs> doesn't. So I'm now working on a whole different pneumatic system for it. I'm also working on another robot as well. Oh, really? Yeah, another one. Oh, but, um, I, 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 I'm 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 inclined to ask for an exclusive and and a little bit of information, but the, but also the commentator in me who turns up to the show and never quite knows what's going to happen also doesn't want to know. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, um, it's um, it's going to be it's going to have big wheels, but I'm I'm looking into it's still at the moment it's only what we refer to as a vapor robot. You know, it's a it's sort of on the plans. We've got a few sort of CAD bits and pieces going and uh, stuff like that but yeah it's i'm thinking of designing a flipper wow that a big wheeled flipper a big wheel flipper yeah uh, can... and uh, it's going to be uh low pressure but it's not going to be the same as all the other low pressure flippers because that's boring. i would expect no different Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be uh you know uh a, 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 a team saint sort of robot for the team divinity but it's it's one of those things it's testament really to the way that extreme robots is working these days is that i've been looking at how to win and i've come to the conclusion i have to have uh, a robot that will flip and what i want to do is make a robot that will flip but also a robot that ha actually fits our our sort of like line of robots being part of the family of all the other ones and so I'm working on working on how to do that. Yeah, that's that's one thing I think we really love as well about all of your uh, obviously team divinity, but you, in, individually a Craig Collius. Uh, collection um i think I, I one of the things we love is that there is lineage through throughout through, throughout all of the robots as well don't get me right it's, it's there, there are there are there are plenty of teams out there who have a lot of different robots and they're all painted the same color but you know when you see a craig collier's robot well you know and you hear yeah. <laughs> what do you know what's that's really interesting actually because uh obviously if you're going potentially that flipper route other teams are going now towards what you've been doing you know as i said with michael with implosion mm -hmm. um will's sort of been sort of toying with the idea of after chop with the the axe robot potentially um but obviously he's got thor in his arsenal at the moment which is yeah. doing him wonders in in yeah. his team particularly in that tag team uh with manta that they have so there's a there's obviously a crossover but the most important thing you know from our point of view is it's all because people are trying to work out ways to beat each other in the teams and that just proves to me that this team thing is working for us so that's that's good news absolutely i mean uh it's what i'd say that one of the things that stopped me from bothering about winning is the fact that there's, there's not been much of a point you know you go to a show and you win that show and then you go to another show and you know that's it there's no sort of league as such and um and so now i'm looking at the league and uh also i'm finding you know there are other people on um, youtube channels that watch uh what we're doing here at extreme robots and uh are sort of saying and poor divinity they haven't got off the board yet <laughs> and they kind of grinds my gears you know uh, <clears throat> so uh because of that i want to actually uh be more competitive because i think if you're going to treat this as a sport you have to try to win yes otherwise, i love you, this i love it uh otherwise it's disrespectful and that's the way i look at it so it's polite for me to try and win. 
It's polite. That's the most Craig Collier's answer I've ever heard. It's polite <laughs> for me to try and destroy everybody else's robots. It would be the right thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so what's what's the target now between now and the end of the season? I mean, obviously, you know, you're on the board now. There's there's obviously Wolfpack now looking over their shoulder um, from from a you know, they've gone from potentially closing down the leaderboard to potentially being pushed into last place, depending on how we get on for the rest of the year. They know now that you can you can chase them down. Have you set yourself as a team a target of what you can achieve by the end of the year, or is it just kind of see how you get on? Uh, targets uh, for so many different variables makes it very, very difficult to actually... <clears throat> you can have a wish list. I wish I'd win. <laughs> you know, but you know you have to ha you have to sort of like uh, calculate the uh, probabilities of of winning, and even with this win, a lot of things had to actually work in our favour for it to actually happen. So um, I think what well, I'm I I'd like to actually get one more win, you know, to get out. Uh I have good. no doubt that 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 because we have six shows left. Obviously, three in Maidstone uh, in October and uh, three in Cheltenham in November. Of course, the ticket link is just uh, hang on. Which way is it? That way. Ticket link's well just well there. Yeah, no good. I was in reverse. Then I had to think about it. <laughs> so yes, ticket link for the next show and for every other show is available here. If you just want to scan that QR code. Um, so we've got six shows left. I think that a team divinity, particularly look at him because. Even the posture, even the way you're sat now, like the the now, you, you've you've become the evil professor now <laughs> of extreme robots. Yes, all you need is a, a small white kitten, and I yeah. think well, you could you'd definitely be... you could definitely be. Uh, is it is it Q that does all of the sort of the the weaponry for <laughs> for Bond when he gets fired out of the seats and stuff like that? You could definitely do Pay that. Attention, Bond. <laughs> I, I think you'd be, you'd be, 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 I think you'd be a much better Bond sidekick making mad things rather than a villain. I think that suits you very much as well. Speaking of which, I do have one question because Chris brought this up before, and you know Chris loves to make a T-shirt uh, out of things. I'm fully expecting that at the next show we end up with a carbonated carnage T-shirt because Oriel. If I if I'm, Chris does mention this at every show, and I still don't know the dynamics of it. How does a robot run off a Seven Up bottle? <laughs> well, uh, basically, what it is is um, I wanted to make a pneumatic machine that was a heavyweight, but I didn't want to do anything that anyone's done before. So uh, rather than using carbon dioxide, which everyone else uses, I decided to use compressed air. Now, without going into too much detail, carbon dioxide works because it's in a liquefied form. The only way you can use compressed air is if you put onboard compressors in your robot. So that's what I did. But because I'm using compressed air, one of the limiting factors is you can't get the pressure. So you have to actually have a different methodology of, of getting things to work. And so what I did was have compressed air, but then because it was at a low pressure, I could actually use a Pepsi Cola bottle. It's Pepsi Max normally that I use. Actually. Sorry, I apologize. Pepsi Max, other carbonated drinks are available. Are available, yeah. I like to take it to the max. My children hate that, but there you go. It's a bad joke. <laughs> and so it's actually used as a storage, a pressure vessel storage 
And because it's so light, it means that it doesn't actually make the robot overweight by using that. So it's 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 actually, I mean, it's one of those weird things without going off on a tangent, you know, um, carbonated uh, drinks bottles are actually a fantastic piece of engineering. You can actually hold a hundred hundred pounds a square inch in them and they weigh only a few grams. It's It's amazing, really, when you think about it. And then the actual thing that moves the axe arm is a thing called a pneumatic muscle that was made out of a bicycle tire. So I thought, you know, tire, you know, electric car tire pumps like you have in your boot of your car, a Pepsi Cola bottle and a bike tire, I thought was a, a good a good combination. And sort of like, you know, sometimes you you have those sort of chef programs where they just put some ingredients down and say, well, make a meal out of that. Oh, yes, of course. Like, this is the robot equivalent. You know. <laughs> uh, so you've explained that and it's a great example of you know your your genius and your brilliance and also how fantastic sort of stem is and engineering and coming up with things i feel really guilty now that i boil it down to smashy smashy time and carbonated carnage when actually it's incredible <laughs> there we go smashy smashy time it's, i feel really bad because it's it's such a complex thing but in my head all, all i can think of is it's you know beating the living daylights out of its opponent but it's that's a remarkable uh, thing to come up with have you ever thought about the idea of sticking some mentos in the pepsi max because apparently that sets it right off you could have a rocket on your hands there so. i think there might be rules against chemical weapons um, oh yeah chemical warfare in extreme robots that's that's what we need next isn't it fantastic well, that's yeah, what, the next stage up that's the new age of mechanized combat i don't think i want to be involved in that one uh, so, <laughs> so craig i noticed on your wall that's just out of shot at the moment that you have something that uh, i have next to me here yeah, yes yeah, indeed everyone. so could you explain exactly what that is please craig before i get this little uh, thing to my left hand side out okay yeah certainly um what it is is um it's the swords we um actually used um in series eight if you go on the internet and sort of look up robot wars series eight pictures you'll find one of me and the three guys waving these swords you know and it's team you know i think it was team gabriel team, team gabriel then so to give you a, a a bit of a history that is actually an accurate one half scale uh blank of the weapon that was on gabriel one uh with a handle basically so it made it a hand sword um for any anybody who's just wondering it's just aluminium it's not got any blades it's not it's not sharp at all you know a butter knife is sharper than that thing and uh so it's very light it's pretty harmless and um yeah i say i say pretty harmless there's plenty of birds on this right here i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> just picking it up. So, so may I just for, for for a second? I'm not sure if I can make this full screen. I think I can. Sorry, just yeah. to, for for a second there, gents. So this is signed by all of the teams at Extreme Robots, and this is. Am I right in thinking this is the one that you used on Robot Wars when you came out when you did your walkout? Is that right, Craig? That's right. Yeah. Um, yes, it was. It's a blue handle. So yeah, it was. The other. Ah. There's, there's there's only two uh in the world and the other one's just there so both of them are in shot right now yeah just about yeah and incredibly and we are going to uh to to, to launch this next week we are going to be giving this piece 
And as Greg has just said, there's only two in the world. So one of two. We're going to be giving this signed by all of the teams at Extreme Robots. We're going to be giving this away soon. So Craig, thank you very much on that's behalf amazing. of a, a Extreme Robots and B, whoever's going to win that, because that's a piece of proper Robot Wars history, of BBC television history even. Yeah, happy to happy to uh, donate it. I thought it'd be quite a fun one. Yeah, oh, that's that's, a- that's lovely. I mean, uh, yeah, whoever get that is gonna be absolutely thrilled. I think it's brilliant, mate. Yeah, it's incredible. Craig, you are always a, a very genial person to have on. You are one of my favourite people that I've met and one of the, 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 the people that I will always, as you know, seek out on a show weekend to come and say hello. And to I, uh, When I was working in professional wrestling, there were, there were people who'd been around the business for years who I always thought, you, you're sitting under the learning tree when you're talking to these people. That is very much now how I feel about uh, yourself and particularly because because I was compared to Chris, who's been doing this for what twelve years now. Chris, obviously presenting like the, these it's, shows, it's, yeah. And, and you, Craig, who obviously you said you, you you know everybody and everybody knows you, and you're hugely respected. And I I don't think this is my personal opinion. I don't think you get the flowers that you deserve. You alluded to another team there who exists in the world, and I think they owe you an awful lot of credit. And I hope that you get that one day because you are one of not only the nicest men in this industry, but a true kind of pioneer of pushing the limits of what can be done in combat robotics. So it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Well, it's been my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. See you later, Craig. So that was, of course, the lovely Craig Collius, captain of Team Divinity, and and with his first show win. And Chris, we went we went mad. We went mad when he won. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know I we're meant to be impartial. But... I was saying before, and I went running out with the Loki Pokey stick from uh, um, <laughs> Avengers, as I call it. That, that's going to be the competition yes. prize. And I, I think I pulled a hamstring trying to run around the front, trying to uh, celebrate because. You know, we we know how much work goes into the robots, how much care. You know, we have a captain's WhatsApp group where they all talk to each other and he is constantly trying to put the positive on on things and keep people motivated and offering advice. Wonderful person. Uh, We have to just quickly touch on, I didn't want to talk to him there because I think, um, you know, he's he's so modest about it. But Zadkiel is a phenomenal machine. It's a destructive machine. Mm -hmm. And we've got some news about somebody who's coming to Maidstone to challenge them uh, and i am so excited for that well yes you may have seen on our socials and it will be mentioned an awful lot more over the next few weeks if you because of course it will is that uh fresh from BattleBots, we did put the challenge out to to basically anybody in the world and i've said it before in the streams that if anybody wants to come and have a go well come and have a go if you think you're hard enough well it appears that monsoon from but you'll know of course from BattleBots and from, from numerous extreme robot shows they've been on tours for for years monsoon are returning to extreme robots in Maidstone and Cheltenham. So that means that one of the, if you like, the standout robots, because a lot of people talk about Monsoon and and what they've contributed to, to BattleBots and how it's nice to have a you know a UK spinner going across there to to show the show the Yanks, etc. 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 Well, it's coming back. It's gonna be uh, on October the 21st and 22nd. Monsoon will be in Maidstone and on November 11th and November 12th at Cheltenham. Of course, tickets are available just above me here. You can scan the QR code and find them, which means, Chris, are we going to get Zadkiel versus Monsoon? Oh, hell yes. That has to happen. (laughs) You know, it's going to be The Rock versus Hogan. It's going to happen. I mean, 
it's interesting because Monsoon's obviously been watching when they've been over in the States. They've been watching the shows. They were watching the live stream and they saw what Zadkill did uh, to Galactus. They've seen what it's done to Aftershock. You know, it's... um. It's the legend killer at the moment, Zadkill. Is it gonna? Is it gonna do another legend uh, over the next few shows? I'm so excited uh, for the potential that that's going to bring. But also, you know, there are other robots to throw in the mix. We can't we can't forget, you know, our Thump, uh, our Donald Thump, and and also you know Galactus itself, which has proved itself to be a brilliant robot. There are so many matchups that are going to be fun over that weekend in the spinner category. Yeah, of course, Maidstone on the 21st and 22nd of October. And it's nearly spooky season then as well, isn't it, Chris? Honestly, I can't wait. It is my Halloween. It is my Christmas. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So, uh, of course, if you want to support Craig and Extreme Robots, you can order the Captain shirt that uh, Craig wears to every single show. And, of course, if you just want to support Smashy Smashy Time, which is what it's going to be, it's going to be the ultimate Smashy Smashy Time. I know we always tell everyone, get your cameras ready, but it's going to be not just a huge moment, I think, in Extreme Robots. It's going to be a really big moment in world combat robotics to have some, you know, a machine like Monsoon coming back to the uk for the first time and taking on the robot you know the angel of mercy the robot that has been destroying every other robot in its wake in zadkill absolutely regarded in top five in the world now so we are you know we're at the forefront of robot combat at the moment so it's very very nice indeed it is of course we are in maidstone on october 24 sorry october 21st and 22nd tickets available on extreme robots.co.uk and then the final three shows of the year when we head to cheltenham on the 11th and the 12th of november six shows left six shows for divinity potentially to turn those points and that incredible driving style that they've had into show wins of course team inferno are still leading or say are still leading they've taken over because it looked like it was quake's year chris yeah quake seems to be going in phases at the moment where they win a few then they drop a few then they win a few more i mean it's been super close at the weekend um you know infernos has managed to get the lead and to be honest in that last show you're going oh they're going to get the clean sweep but they were nowhere they were nowhere to be seen in that last show it was actually quake and divinity that were leading the charge so you know You've got to say it's between Quake and Inferno at the moment, but, you know, Divinity are not going to make it easy for them. And certainly we know the robots that are coming to represent the Wolfpack now in uh, in Maidstone. We have four teams that are absolutely all in contention with winning those shows. It is not over for anyone yet. No, it is it is essentially winnable by anyone. And, of course, we have all of those shows coming up, six shows to go. But before we get there, and Chris... I think it's safe to say this is fairly big news. On Monday, we will be launching the biggest competition in Extreme Robots history. Not only the biggest competition in Extreme Robots history, but potentially, Chris, the biggest competition in combat robot history. Yeah, this is something that we've when we, when we decided to do it, we were so excited about to give somebody or people the opportunity uh that no one else in the world gets to have unless you are a robot here i'll let you go through the details glenn yeah the details will be released this monday on our social channels it's going to be the biggest competition i don't think it's ever been done before by anyone now when we say a prize that money can't buy 
We mean a prize that money can't buy. All of the details are coming out on Monday. It is currently Friday. We're going to be launching this stream so you can listen to it over the weekend, listen to the podcast. Um, Chris, any plans for the weekend? I'm just trying to think. Oh, I am going to the football. Could you be slightly more specific? I'm going to go and watch Pompey play. Um, Fabulous. I love I love watching a circus. So uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm, 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 it was my birthday in the week. So uh, a few of my friends are, are going to take me out after the game, probably drown my sorrows from the result. But no, uh, I, I, twenty-one I'm, again. I know, I know. This keeps coming around, mate. It's weird. <laughs> it's an affliction. But yeah, I'm still recovering from last weekend because, as I said, we we had everything in those shows there. And as I said, watch the stream because honestly, some of the fights were in. Well, all of the fights were incredible, but some of them were. In my time of doing robot combat, the best I've ever seen. Um, it was an absolute honour to be there. And I'm still when, pretty much yeah, exhausted from it. When Michael Oates says that might be the best fight in extreme robots history, and he said that for the past two shows, yeah. what's I, I don't know what more we can what we can possibly do. It's yeah, uh, yeah the, the the fights at um in Colchester, the battles there were, were were absolutely incredible, of course. A little bit of housekeeping before we go. If you want to support and buy the merchandise from Extreme Robots, of course you can go to extremerobots.co.uk slash XR store or follow the little QR code to the right-hand side of this video. You can, of course, get tickets. The QR code is there as well. www.extremerobots.co.uk slash tickets. Also, you can go and watch all three shows from Colchester. I want to see how Craig Collius won that final show for Team Divinity with, let's be honest, both Skill and Naus when it came to choosing which robots at which time. That is available youtube.com slash extreme robots, where, of course, you will be watching this podcast right now or in the future will be listening on your favorite device. Me and Chris need to have a little conversation about that off air. So we're going to yep. make things, basically, we're going to make things as easy as possible for you to be able to consume as much extreme robots as you can next two shows we're next show we're really really excited about this we've got lots of plans for maidstone saturday 21st of october shows at 12 p.m and 4 p.m sunday 22nd of october show at 12 p.m and then rounding off the year at cheltenham leisure at cheltenham on tommy taylor's lane my favorite road that we go to on <laughs> any extreme <laughs> robot show saturday the 11th of november shows at midday and 4 p.m and then sunday the 12th of november a show at at midday chris i'd safe to say we're a bit excited oh i can't wait honestly it's gonna be brilliant and we've we've had some discussions before we went live about some of the things we're gonna do in maidstone some of the people that we're working with um it's it's brilliant i am i am absolutely loving it and despite being another year older i feel younger inside because the energy is flowing through me from the love from robot combat at the moment glim yeah it's a good time to be involved and i know at one point last weekend i think it was there was three heavyweight robot combats combat shows going on at the same time it's a great time to be involved in combat robots and of course extreme robots you can find out all the details there if you'd like some more information of course about how to get into roboteering and robotics you can check out the xr academy at extremerobots.co.uk and finally although our competition on monday is a prize that money can't buy the closest thing you can get to it, and you can buy it with money, is Battling Robots The Experience, which is going to be on the at the XR facility, Saturday the 25th of November. It starts at 11am. It's a one-hour experience seeing basically the living museum that is the, the XR facility in Nottinghamshire. I think it's only 10 minutes off the A1, so wherever you are in the country, it's very, very easy to get to. You will get to not only go through the living museum, meet John Findlay, our master builder here. you were going to say that John 
was the living museum for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 you if you can pick his brains for for an hour, you, you'll, it's the same with same with Craig. There's, there's there's so much knowledge. Like it is, there's some massive learning trees here at Extreme Robots, and it's culminated with uh, your very own battle. You will be battling in actual events with real heavyweight combat robots in our XR facility. Tickets are available from ExtremeRobots.co.uk. That is on Saturday the 25th of November experiences from 11 a.m. till midday and Chris we've got to start getting ready for Maidstone and also I've got to start letting everybody know about this huge competition on Monday it is the, the stupidest it is the most ridiculous prize I can't yeah, if I wasn't, uh, yeah, it, well, wait for Monday, folks. It's going to blow yeah, your mind. Sure you keep an eye on that because this is this is pretty special. Uh, I, I'm 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 super excited to see. Well, to be honest, to see the people that get uh, to do it. So yeah, absolutely. So that's us done for another week. We will be back. Of course, if you want to catch up with the shows, go to the YouTube channel. You're right there now, watching this. I imagine. So just go to live, and you'll be able to watch all three shows with incredible commentary from Jamie Davis. And you can even see the moment where the lights went out, which was where two robots were flipped immediately. And actually, I might clip that and send it out because we legitimately two robots were flipped into the fire pit at the same time and we lost power in the whole building. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was definitely fantastic. Not at all scary, not at all scary. I, I, went, no. I went straight into preservation mode for everything. <laughs> yeah, let's not let that happen again. <laughs> no, uh, the circumstances above our control. Chris, it was lovely to chat to you. As always, uh, we will be back next week for some more Reactivate the Extreme Robots po podcast. Thank you to our sponsors, Get Ready Comics. Head along to GetReadyComics.com for all of your Loungefly gaming, comic book, nerdy, nerdy, nerdy needs. GetReadyComics.com. Get along to that. I'm, I'm saying that because I'm, talk I'm, talk I'm talking to the crown prince of nerds. Right. I shall speak to you next week, Chris. Everybody See else, you have yourself a lovely week. And we will talk to you real soon on Reactivate. Activate the Extreme Robots podcast.